Hello, everybody. My name is Griffin Norton, and welcome back to another broadcast of the Griffin Norton Radio Show. I hope you guys are enjoying November so far. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed the album. I hope you guys have been en- enjoying the, I don't know, I don't know what to call it. Like the tidbits, that, like the, the, the new schedule, the upload schedule that hasn't really been fully out that long. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm asking you guys about it. Be like, yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying this thing that just started. Like, oh, that's stupid. Um, but, you know, it just, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's it's nothing it's uh it's a good day today still chilly you know um had some days off of work not too long ago that i was able to just get some stuff done you know chill relax because um, like you guys know my ideal vacation is just days where i am not needed and anything i do is because i want to not because i have to nothing is scheduled Nothing is planned. I get a just I get a chance to do literally nothing but breathe and exist. You know, probably sleep a little bit, you know, that kind of stuff. I really love those days where I can just chill and not do like just not do anything. I just chill. You know, I love games, though, but sometimes I don't like, I don't want to play video games. Sometimes I just want to relax and chill. So, yeah, being able to do that is phenomenal. I love it. I love it a lot. Um, by this point in time, I will have uh, decided on this. I have decided to challenge myself to what I would consider one of my, the ultimate challenge for this year. And I've signed up for a 476 mile race around India. It is a cycle race. I'm not running because that would be awful, but it is. It's for it's for uh, cycling. It is the Golden Triangle, I guess. Um, and it is a race around India. And I'm probably going to really regret participating in this race. Um, yeah, (laughs) like it is, it's going to probably break me, but I'm going to absolutely crush it. I'm going to crush it. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to crush it. I'm going to have to crush it. Um, I've, I've got no choice. It is a way for me to get back in the gym and be back on my grind because I've been recently just doing much. You know, I've mostly been staying home doing some light resistance band stuff to just stay, you know, stay enough in shape and stay active enough um, to retain my strength and such. But like, it's just, outside of that, it's not been much. It's too cold to go outside and run or ride bikes uh, nowadays, which is what I would do for cardio. Um, And, you know, at night, and at night it's really cold um, for running. I don't like running in, in cold air. Anything below 40 degrees Fahrenheit, I don't do. Um, that's not that's not ideal. I would rather it be, you know, 80 at night. Sure, I'll run in that. And I'll sweat and whatnot, but running in the cold weather sucks. Because it makes, it hurts. Like, the, the air hurts your lungs so much. I don't run as far and nearly as much. Um, and I just, I suffer more. 
I shouldn't have to suffer so much, like especially like that, during a workout, you know? I should be able to enjoy myself at least a little bit, have a good time, you know? And that's the thing with the races, uh, with cycling, I get to use the, the recumbent uh, uh, bike, um, bike machines in the gym because they're in that relaxing recumbent position. Um, I do like the upright, regular, you know, upright uh, cycle um, bikes that they have the in the gym. But either way, I still get my workout. My legs still do the work that they need to do. And it's still really freaking hard. Like, it is, it is difficult. It is difficult. And it's a challenge that I like. Uh, it'll just add to my stack of medals. I'm just going to keep getting medals upon medals. And um, at some point, I may want a t-shirt, but I don't know. I, I really don't. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. And I can't wait till February. Oh, my gosh. You know? I think we just had a nice idea. Because I realized in February, the um, the Taji 100 is going to come up again. We're going to be able to do that race again. I'm doing it again. I'm cycling, and I'm doing the 300 miles. Because um, 300 miles is, is the longest distance I've gone uh, with cycling. Not all at once. Gee, freaking no. <laughs> Sorry. If there was any confusion about that, no, no, no. We don't do that. That's insane. I, that, oof. No, no, no. Absolutely not. Um, but just in total, like that's, that's like the furthest distance, um, I've ever had to do for any race whatsoever. And I'm, ex that made me excited, you know, uh, to participate this year, uh, sorry, next year, 2023, I'm probably going to do a t-shirt. Oh, I did a shirt last time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, the shirt was nice. It's the, the shirt I kind of hate though. I will, I will say because it's on the short side in terms of just the overall length uh, of the sleeves and the bottom part of the shirt as well. I don't like it at all. I hate that. In fact, I don't like any shirts that get anywhere that get too close to my belt line or to the belt, I should say, to the waist. It's, it's, uh, it needs to be lengthy. It needs to go down below like the zipper, like down below that, that length of t-shirt I'm very comfortable with. Because, like, I should be able to hold my hands up above my head to reach up for, like, on a shelf or something. And you not see the small of my back. You know, and I should not feel a breeze back there. You know, I should be able to squat down and not feel a breeze back there. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like longer t-shirts, longer shirts in general. Um, it's also kind of why I just wear a hoodie and um, sweatpants all the time. Because I don't have that problem with them. I don't. Very nice. That is the one positive about this weather. It is, it is, this weather is a uh, pro hoodie, pro sweatpants type weather, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So, my, uh, my show, the, the Grand Tour, ended, actually, not, I don't know if it ended, ended, but the season five only had one episode, and I was like, well, the episode was like an hour long. Like, like, like the other episodes are usually just an hour long, but it ended and I was like, wait a minute, there's only one episode here. So I went back and rewatched the, 
from the beginning. Because I haven't seen them, because they came out in 2018, so I haven't seen them, uh, them since, and I really didn't, I guess I really didn't absorb a lot of the content there. That's really my fault, but it is what it is. So, sorry, I'm taking care of some important business. Um, so what's funny is that I have this thing. I don't do it on purpose sometimes. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Most times I don't. Uh, the lady has like a favorite food, and so sometimes I'm, I order that because I'm like, you know what, I'm craving something today. Um, and I'm about to order it again. I haven't told her yet. She does not like it when I eat this without her. <laughs> because it's her favorite. And um, I, sometimes I do tell her about it just to kind of torture her a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I am um, I'm a, little, I'm a little bit mean like that, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> and there's the thing. She can't do it back to me because I don't have a favorite food. I just eat foods. I have several foods that I'm like, I really do enjoy, but I don't have like a solid favorite that just stands up above every other food. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I love food (laughs) in general, in general. There are foods I don't like, right? There's stuff that I don't like that, that, um, that's probably the only thing she'll get me with. But other than that, no, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have a favorite and I'm okay with that. You know, because anything that's really would be my favorite is probably something I've cooked before, and it's like, well, if I'm not cooking it, then it's whatever. Because she can't get me with that because she doesn't know the recipes for some of the stuff that I cook. For a lot of the stuff that I cook, actually, she doesn't know the recipes because I have the recipes because they're in my brain, <laughs> um, and whatnot. I'm not saying anything. Because sometimes she does listen to the show, so I'm not going to say anything and incriminate myself and give her ammunition. I'm not going to give you any names of my recipes or my dishes that I cook sometimes. Um, And even then, like, I don't... That's the stuff that sometimes I don't feel like making. What is this? Okay. Sorry, there's a lot of... Like, like, this, this autumn has been probably the best so far in terms of gaming because there's been so many games announced earlier this year that are coming out. I pre-ordered Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 uh, for the first time in my life. I pre-ordered a video game. I don't pre-order. I've said this before. I don't pre-order. That's a, that, It's expensive, especially now. It was like 79 bucks or something like that. And I was like, huh? Ah, ah. I'm sorry, it was like 69 bucks. I was like, huh? My, oh, my heart, <laughs> my my wallet, it, it hurts, it hurts, I, I saved up for it, I, I set aside some money, I, it's just, oh my gosh, <laughs> I just, I'm like, I can't believe that, you know, that I did this, and I'm like, you know, the funny part is, we were talking about this, uh, in one of, in a, in a buddy's stream, <laughs> I pre-ordered it, you know, so I could have early access and whatnot. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not going to play the campaign properly. I'm like, I, because I don't, I never really enjoyed Call of Duty's campaigns. I always enjoy the multiplayer. Like that's literally the only thing I play Call of Duty for is the multiplayer. You know, um, I'm not really a, a COD campaign because of the the damage that the enemy takes. Is you know, it's not really the same as when you're playing the game when you're playing multiplayer. Um, so I'm probably just going to, if I feel like playing the, the campaign, I'm going to pop that sucker on easy, breeze through it, 
and just, you know, finish it just to finish it and then get on with it. So I'm not wasting my, my money because, <laughs> uh, oops, I kind of pre-ordered something. I really didn't have to, but it felt like it. Cause I was like, well, why not? Why not? Uh, hilarious. I say hilarious, but it's okay. It's okay. I probably, I'll probably get play, end up playing it on, on a stream or something sometime. I probably already have played it on a stream um, by the time this comes out. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll, we'll have that going for ourselves. So, I'm going to place this order. Oh, fuck. I gotta place this order now. The time has extended. Oh. What do you mean it stops? Don't tell me you didn't place the order. Because I realize it's getting near dinner time. Um, and I don't want to... Did they process my order? I hope they did. You know, sometimes I hate DoorDash. Not for anything in particular, except for the fact that their timing on the app is completely wrong and off. Uh, and I say that because it says, oh, it's 141 minutes. 141 minutes until your delivery. At max, it's like 131 to 141 minutes. That's not accurate. Like, no restaurant would allow that. DoorDash would not allow that to happen. Like, the delivery range is, is limited. And they wouldn't... Um, they, they wouldn't add that in there, because that doesn't make sense. That's too long. The food would be, like, ice cold by the time you get it. Because um, that's, like, that's... Oh, my... God. That's past two hours. Like that that's that's over two hours. No one delivers that. Like no there's no two hour, you know, delivery. That doesn't happen. So the app is glitched like that and I hate it. because um, when I was working for DoorDash, it didn't it it sometimes the app would have some issues with uh the app's main issue was like with location and stuff like that. And I was like, really? It didn't get locations correct. And that upset me greatly. Speaking of locations, because I've had to adjust my, my, my uh, little ping of where I am. And thankfully, oh my gosh, technology. Why do you hate me? Oh, everything is slow. All right, we're going to take a break. I'm going to deal with this. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We'll be right back after this word from my sponsor. And welcome back, everybody. Uh, appreciate you guys for uh, sticking around. I, the food was wonderful. I oh, It was phenomenal. Uh, so one of the things I got was um, it's like mozzarella sticks, but it's not a stick. It's more like a, a bar, kind of. Not like a bar of soap. But I guess in the same aspect, it's like a, a, a thinner bar of mozzarella cheese. And it is like, it's like a sponge. It looks like a, like a kitchen sponge, a very square thing. And it's mozzarella fry, you know, it's mozzarella stick. But 
in the shape of like a kitchen sponge, and I love it. I actually love it. Um, I think I like mozzarella sticks more because you can pick it up, eat it. But, but this was like these were mozzarella, uh, and it was soaking in. It was bathing in marinara sauce. Not that wasn't a bad thing because obviously it wasn't soggy when I got it, which is the important part. That crispy outside layer needs to be crispy and not soggy because that kind of ruins the whole point. And it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I hate that I'm watching this show a little bit, uh, the the Grand Tour, because like it, <laughs> I, I when I watch certain things, it gets me into a mood to enjoy that thing a little bit more. And for this, it's cars. I like I said, I'm not really a car guy, but with what I do have, it's just like it's got me in the mindset of like oh, analyzing the turns and the and the engines and such. And uh, not really. I just purely enjoy driving a little bit more. Um, seeing all the wonderful things and uh, whatnot that they do on the show it's pretty cool it is pretty pretty cool and I do enjoy that a little bit a lot of it I can't even say a little bit it's a lot of it I love it I, I straight up love it it's one of my favorite things um, right now obviously it's going to change when I stop when I catch up to where I was and then I can't watch it anymore I have to find something else at one point I was watching um, like bad drivers people that uh, either instant karma situations in traffic where people either ran red lights and crashed into a pole or something or they got hit by or they got stopped by a cop um, or people that are just like people that have really bad road rage and that will like drive ahead of you cut you off and like you know break check you for no freaking reason because you were just I don't know there like people get road rage and I'm like I don't understand why this person has road rage like the situation seemed very fine you know one person's in the slow lane and the other person's in the fast lane the person in the fast lane is the one with the road rage for some reason and they just have to overtake everybody um and they when they get in front of certain people they they just they just decide to uh break check them and such and I'm like why like why because people have died in those situations and it's not fun nor is it funny it is it's it's terrible it's very sad and i hate to see anyone suffer through that kind of thing um so i don't i don't know why people do it i don't know why people do it it's a very interesting thing to say the least it is very interesting to see and to know um that people just get mad. Like people, people just get mad. People literally just get sorry about that. People just get mad, you know, about others driving to the point where it causes you to be violent towards the other person. Like I don't think I could get that mad. I get mad sometimes, and I'll I'll shout in the car and whatnot. But I keep it to myself. I don't flip the bird to anybody. You know, I, I keep it within the car because that's fine you know I've been almost hit a couple times generally most times I'm like a like I can be a defensive driver I, I take action when I need to like I've got plenty of driving experience um, for someone at my age considering how many different vehicles I've driven due to work and well the military is also work so that too and have been having been on public roads and 
and dirt roads and back roads and all this other stuff and driving on, you know, driving on interesting surfaces. <laughs> trailers, you know, out trailers carrying heavy loads and all that other stuff. I have a decent amount of driving experience. So driving just normally on a regular road with a regular vehicle is not as much of a challenge for me. And I like that it isn't. I like that I don't really have anxiety when it comes to driving. Um, I really appreciate the fact that I don't have that, any anxiety when it comes to driving because a lot of people do. Because they've been in accidents, because they've been in close calls too many times and it's just, it's just too much for them. And I understand that. I don't bash anybody or I'm not making fun of. I would never make fun of anybody who's like that. It's like you, you have a reason. Like if you were just paranoid for no reason, I'd be like, well, well maybe that is a little bit silly because it is if you have really no reason to be paranoid and you are paranoid well that does look a bit silly I can't ignore that it does seem a bit silly if you'd be paranoid over something that you haven't experienced ever in your life uh, and, but in terms of like the road it's still at, at a level uh, understandable because people are crazy and people will do the craziest thing the road rage is a scary scary thing People have, many people have died in road rage incidents because the other person, like, especially uh, in, in recent times, uh, just like coming, you know, out of this pandemic, people have just been really, really mad. People have pulled out guns, shot one another. It's like, what the heck? And that's like, I think the height of it, really. Uh, somebody taking somebody else's life over what? Something that probably wasn't even that bad in the first place. But people just have certain road rage, and it's like... And to see people who get out of their cars and get caught by cops, you should see their faces, and I wonder what go, what emotions are going through their head. As in, like, you know, when they get... Finally, when they get caught by someone else who pushes them off. Or, in the other case, where the road rager doesn't realize the other person in the car that they're, you know, raging at is bigger and more well-equipped to deal with them... You know, <laughs> if they try to do something, <laughs> then they they're, they're then they're just like they mad they're mad still, um, but they do they end up walking away because they know better. I may end up having to go back and watch some of those because some like sometimes it's entertaining, other times it's like it's pretty scary. But it's just bad drivers in general and road incidents because people have dash cams and such. Um, and I've I'm probably gonna get one at some point. I'm sure. Because um, it does help with like insurance claim, yeah, insurance claims and stuff on accidents that are collisions that do occur. So that will uh, that will definitely that does because I'm like that's footage that will hold up in court and sometimes stop you from um, having to pay so much because some people you know because for those people that do hit and runs because they have no insurance and they're terrible um, that, that, that helps with that too because there's a possibility that you can catch a license plate literally whatever um, and because in some cases that people will try to push the blame on you you know there are certain situations where you just kind of can't like if you rear end somebody then that's on you that's on the person behind uh, the person in front as well the person in front not really much you can do about that but T-bones and such like that and things like that sometimes can be, can, can, I mean, they can be um, hard to decide 
and hard to figure out who actually is to blame because if somebody if they're you know because unless they have like the the footage of the intersection where that happened um then it's kind of hard to tell because it could have been a person who was running a red light who got t-boned and you know they weren't they're obviously in the wrong because they weren't supposed to run the red light and they got hit for it but they thought i could do whatever i want you know and that's the kind of stuff that makes me think we really need to reform our driving uh our driving teachings and education because it is terrible it's not terrible it like we do learn the rules of the road and whatnot um and most driving teachers are generally okay to do you know to perform the job and teach us because I my my instructor was pretty good he was very good he was excellent um and you know because I'm, I'm a decent I'm a pretty good driver I'm a good driver I can say that with confidence I'm a good driver you know I'm confident in my driving skills I don't drive like a douchebag um <laughs> you know I keep I keep a good amount of spacing between me and the car in front of me I don't tailgate people on the highways or on city roads or back roads or anything because that's just really, really annoying. I don't have money to pay for their car in case, especially since out here we have deer and other animals that like to cross the road unexpectedly. So it is important that I keep my distance, especially from trucks, cars, motorcycles, anything like that. Some people really don't respect the motorcycle world where you're supposed to give them, I think it's a car's length of space, it, probably more than that. Um, but people don't respect that. People literally get up right up on them. I'm like, why? Are you trying to kill them? Really? Like, chill out, back off, give them space. Because I'm like, it's stuff like that. Because they make these rules for a reason. They wouldn't make that rule. I don't think they'd make that specific rule you know, for nothing. I think that would be a reason to protect because what if, because again, it's happened before where people start rolling forward in their cars because they're not paying attention because they're probably on their phones or distracted by food or drink or whatever else. And, and then all of a sudden, you have a dead biker or an injured biker. And that's not fun. So, because I've seen pictures of people who, like, I've seen some horrific accident pictures. Um, and whatnot, because we talk about road safety. We get road safety briefs and whatnot um, in the military, so you know, to teach us to be safe and to be aware. Um, and I've seen I've seen the pictures, seen the aftermath of people who weren't paying attention, who have run over bikers, uh, motorcyclists, and whatnot, run over, and, and and I've seen the aftermath, and it's 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 quite awful, quite graphic too. You know, it's, it's hard to tell that what looks like a mess was once a person. It's hard to believe that sometimes. But it's a hard fact and a hard pill that everybody needs to swallow. And I wish people were just more careful drivers. People really drive like they don't care about anybody else but themselves. We have selfish drivers here, and I hate it. It is probably one of the, the, the my biggest pet peeves is people driving here. They suck. They suck. After you get your license, the people just go do whatever they want to do. They forget the rules of the road. They don't pay attention. They make stupid decisions. I've seen so many people run stop signs for no reason, especially warehouse workers. Like I've said it before, warehouse workers are the worst with stop signs. They just roll through. They don't stop for a couple of seconds, for two seconds, to look left and right. 
to make sure nobody's coming. They just roll through. And I hate that. Because I'm like, what if? What if one time you don't look, you just roll through and either, either there's a cop there or even worse, you get hit by someone doing the same stupid thing that you're doing. Like, I, I put safety first, man. Safety first. Safety first. You know, I have lost people to certain situations. I've lost people to drinking and driving. I've lost people to disease, cancers, and such. Um, you know, I'm, I'm all about, and just general road incidents. Like, I'm all about safety. I'm all about safety. A friend, a cl- an old classmate's dad actually got killed in a, um, in a crash. And I'm like, that just, but safety first, especially with driving. We're driving one ton, two ton, you know, vehicles. These, these, these things that are made of metal and plastic and are very heavy. And that can absolutely crush a person with ease and just take their life like it's nothing. And we drive them like it, they're like they're nothing. Like, hello. This is, like, it is a serious role. It is a serious responsibility to drive and be a driver, be a licensed driver. Because you're carrying in your hands, or in your, sorry, your wallet, or wherever you keep your license, a card that states that I am able to drive this vessel properly and efficiently in a manner that is not going to put anybody else at risk. You basically hold the safety of everybody's children their wives, their brothers, their sisters, their husbands, their grandparents, in your hands. Especially when you get behind that steering wheel. You're in control of something that is capable of easily, easily killing someone. Running, going at 20 miles an hour, you can kill someone. 30 miles an hour, you can kill someone. As slow as that may seem, that is still fast enough to take a human life. We, our bodies are strong, but not strong enough to survive getting directly hit by a car and in a lot of cases getting crashed into at even higher speeds than that it's not a difficult task to just drive like a sane person to do the speed limits and to pay attention don't be distracted by phones don't be distracted you know by other things that would take you away from the road it's pretty easy to be a good driver it really is My thing is it, 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 people that do, you know, get caught for running red lights and get caught for doing still other stupid things behind the wheel and, you know, those who get in accidents and such, I mean, I think we should have stronger penalties because I think it is what, it, what happens in, um, what is it, in Germany. I don't know if this is still true. This was a while ago. Uh, hold on. Oh, my gosh. One of my alarms was going to go off. Um, you get fined about $400 for tailgating someone. 400 euro for tailgating someone. And I think you get points on your license. Or something of the sort. But you get fined 400 euro just for tailgating someone. It might be on a motorway. I don't actually remember. Anybody from Germany out there, or anybody who neighbors Germany, who's driven in Germany, or knows any rules similar to that, let me know. Because I think that might, I don't know if that's still true, Um, but that is crazy. But I kind of like it 
because it's like it's a severe punishment and it hurts people really there like people don't care about tickets but people surely care when they have to well people do care about tickets when they have to pay money they really care when they have to pay money because it's money out of their pocket and I think they're less likely to do something again the next time because it's going to cost them probably just as much. I mean, I wish we kind of implemented something like that because tailgating is such a thing here and it really needs to stop because that is also another reason for accidents to, to occur here. Because people being too close and somebody suddenly has to stop in front of you, oh, guess what? Oh, now I'm in their trunk. Now I'm in the boot of your car and it was preventable. Had I just been a, a few meters back, a few, like, you know, like 10 more feet back from you, I would have been fine. Like, you should know how long it takes for your car to stop, really, without slamming on the brake. I mean a controlled stop, not just like a sudden reaction slamming on the brake because that's how you lock up your steering wheel, steering wheel. You know, that's a bad thing for your car. Shouldn't do that. <laughs> Most cars, after that kind of thing happens, you just don't, un you can't undo it. Some cars, I think you could, you can, but I know there are certainly some cars where it's like not a thing. It's just like, oh, that's it. <laughs> so, um, or at least that's how it used to be. So, I, it just it's so easy to be safe. Like it really is. It's not hard. It really isn't hard. Pay attention. Be courteous to other drivers as well. If somebody's trying to get over, let them get over. Let let them get over. You can slow down or speed up a little bit, but let them get over. It's okay to be courteous every now and then to people, other people on the motorway, because you're not the only one on the streets driving. You know, you're not the only one. There are many other people. As they told us in Driver's Ed, they said, hey, you're, you're not just driving for you. You're driving for everyone else around you because you never know what other people are gonna do. You can't control other people's actions, so you need to drive to be safe for yourself and for everyone else around you to not add to the danger that already exists out there on our streets, on our roads, on our highways and interstates and all that good stuff. So, with that being said, I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Uh, remember, love is patient, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.